Hello and good morning. What's up, everyone? Good Welcome morning. to another Thursday here at the Clarence Chats. So excited to be back. Yep, yep, we are. And in case anyone um, forgot, let's just remind you we are now doing a different summer schedule, right? We're posting yep. it now every two weeks rather than yep. one week when we're back on fall. We're going to go back to one week. So last week we didn't have an episode. This week we do. And today is Thursday, uh, 11.34, May 18, 2023. Uh, you probably also remember that Jojo's not here with us today. That's right? sad. He is yeah, very, very sad. Uh, so I am here on the, on the soundboard today. <laughs> and I already wanted to play the, the, the sad sound, but I don't remember which button... Found there it. It is. I found it. <laughs> <laughs> it just—it's like so much power. Before is, you, yeah. before you, um, you came here, I was just messing around with it, connecting everything to the to the board and all of that. And yeah, it—it's very fancy. I don't know how Jojo memorized all those buttons, cause yeah, I couldn't it, do that. Yeah, I bet he he comes here after hours to just mess around the board <laughs> and just know stuff that's going on. Um, I couldn't um for a second i couldn't connect to my uh phone so i was like i felt like a very old man like <laughs> why is this not showing up why is it not showing up because i have to turn bluetooth on yeah. that's why <laughs> on my phone uh yeah so it was a little embarrassing but but i think i got the gist of it i think i got the gist of it last um episode you guys really couldn't hear me we tried our best though but yeah, yeah. we don't have a third mic so two people were speaking into one and that didn't work out all yeah. too well so now, in case anyone uh, is new here, hi, my name is Jay, and I'm here with... Keon, nice to meet you guys. Yeah, and we are ready to get the Clarence Chats episode 5 going. Yep. So, what news we have today? Well, the first news that I would like to talk about is that we had we have that every year happening, and which is students being nominated for the All-Ohio Academic Team. Wow. And that is an awards program that gives you know, students and award based on their excellence in academics, leadership, and community service. And nice. of course, having an honor is something very big, especially here in the United States. But um, it's also worth mentioning that we have a couple of Sinclair students there. Nice. Right. So every year they pick uh, around 80 students and from, from colleges all around Ohio. And we got four of them from Sinclair. That's awesome. Yeah, That's really yeah. Awesome. So congratulations to you guys. I call the applause button. Yeah, congratulations <laughs> to you all. We um, like to say that it's actually divided into teams, right? And depending on the team that you you land, you get a different. Uh, besides the 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 award, the honor award, you also get a scholarship, which is also good. Scholarships are always yeah. Amazing. Scholarship is also is always a welcome gift, right? <laughs> Uh, so they have three teams, and on the third team we get three of Sinclair students. Uh, one is Chance, so- Zoe, Tuyushimi. Sorry if we butchered a name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was practicing that as well. <laughs> we have uh, Amira Mohammed, nice. and we have Corey Hare. Nice. Yeah. Congrats, guys. Yeah, congrats. And in the second team we have uh, Mikaela Zagao, which oh, is awesome. our friend who we know, and she's also an yeah. F one student. I yeah. don't know if anyone in the third team is an F one student. I know the second team person is yeah. an F one student. Yeah, she she's a friend of ours. We we are always meeting in international departments. So yeah. Yep. Yep. 
Well, congratulations to her though. She's not here though. She's she's back in her yep, country. She's the, taking a good vacation. Yeah, this summer, like, like every yeah, she works a lot. But, like, yeah, she's taking a vacation like every other F one student is, right? <laughs> Except for you. Except for me. <laughs> Because Keon is here tonight, today, but he will be leaving. When, when are you leaving again? Next week, Wednesday, the 24th. Wednesday, the 24th. Would you look at that? Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> I'm not. Um, I am flying this weekend, though, to Boston. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I really want to go to Boston. I heard it's great. Yeah. I want to try the yeah. coffee. Boston coffee. Oh, yes. Yes. I, I'm excited because uh, it's a very, it's a very big, um, it's a very big culture place. Yeah. You know? Uh um, melting pot like say Manhattan Queens. Yeah. The I've never been there. Okay. Right. But it's it's uh it's one of the first earlier civilizations, right, of the United States. Mm. So you have a lot of people, a lot of Well that's where people would go to when they got here. Okay. Right. That and NYC of course. But um so it's a big place with lots and lots of different cultures. Yep. So I'm just excited to go there. <laughs> it, it sounds nice. I've never been, so I've been to NYC, but that's that's a whole different thing. Yep, I've only been to Queens, Manhattan, which is NYC, mm-hmm. Ohio, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who hasn't been to Ohio yes. that is listening to this podcast? Yeah, Kentucky and Indiana. Uh. I gotta say, Ohio is so far the best out of Kentucky and Indiana. Yeah, N- New York is obviously better. Yeah, it's not a lie. <laughs> yeah, I, I the thing about me in NYC is just that I think it's too crowded. I like I like crowded situations. Yeah, so. I don't know. There's too many people there for me. I guess it's up to personal taste. I just like how many different cultures are in uh, NYC. Like you can mm-hmm. turn one block and be in an entirely different country, which yeah. is so lovely to me. Yeah, they have like streets that are based on countries, right? Yeah. So you would have like a street that's full Italian street that's full Chinese and all of that yeah. when you're walking downtown NYC. Yeah, that's awesome. When you're walking, of course, because driving there is, oh yeah, driving there is hard. When it's an emergency vehicle in Manhattan, those sirens echo throughout all the skyscrapers. Dude, I just covered my ears and just <laughs> went to the ground. It was so loud. Yeah. Well, they need to be heard, right? Yeah. And, and, and I mean, if you're driving an emergency vehicle, in New York City, you gotta make yourself aware yep. because there's a lot of cars that need to get out of the way. Um, well, I've been to NYC, but I've also been I've also been to Kentucky, obviously. Yeah. Right. I mean, we both live down in Cincinnati, Cincinnati, so yeah. Uh, so it's Kentucky's just like a hobble. It's closer <laughs> to go to Kentucky than to go to come here to exactly, campus yeah. in Sinclair, right? Uh, I've also been to Tennessee. Tennessee, nice. Mm-hmm. I haven't been. Yeah, I went to the Smoky Mountains. Very nice, very nice. And I've been to St. Louis. So I did have, I've been to Indiana, but I've been to St. Louis as well, Missouri. And Indiana, I I just spent time in Indianapolis. No. It was a bit boring for me. We just stayed at someone's house and it was snowed in. No, yeah. (laughs) So I didn't have a good time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I stayed in Richmond when I went to Indiana. But um, St. Louis, I went there for the zoo. Oh. Yeah. A friend of mine, he adopted a. an animal under my name <laughs> for my birthday. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It was a little like, gift. Why? So I got a little plushy and I got like a little letter saying, Congratulations, you're the new dad of this this animal. So I went there to visit the animal. Nice. Yeah. It was uh it was a capybara. Capybara <laughs> Have you have you seen the memes on the capybara recently? I mean I've seen people talking about it a lot. I don't know why. They just randomly picked a random animal yeah. and just memed on it. 
I mean, I guess maybe I'm just used to to seeing capybaras. Yeah. You know, given that I am from Latin America. There's some countries in Latin America that eat capybaras. Yeah. Does yeah. Brazil? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, it's not a very common thing nowadays, yeah. but it used to be. My country, we might have a local name for it because I can't recall if we eat it in my country. Mm-hmm. It might just be under a local name because I don't refer to it as capybara. Mm-hmm. I never really heard that term much. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, no. I've heard sto- stories of like people that ate capybara um, back in Brazil. But the I think that the the most recent story was from my from a history professor that I had back in yeah. high school. But he was young and he was already old when he was telling that story. So like give it like 40 years ago. No. So that's that's the, the most recent tale that I've heard of someone eating a capybara. Remember, folks, always respect cultures, even if you don't particularly agree on it. Yeah. Exactly. It, it might sound uh, weird to hear that people eat that lovely, cute thing, right? Yep. But yeah, they do. They do. They do. Mm-hmm. And it's big. It's like a huge rat. So, <laughs> so it's a lot of meat. Do, yeah, it's a lot of meat. I think <laughs> I remember seeing some yeah. in the road one, randomly <laughs> when I was driving. That's cool. Well, um, the next news that we have here as well, moving on here, we have... Uh, uh, an article from our website, nice. right? So this this featured article that we have today is from Carly, and it's an article about jumpstarting your career. And so you see, uh, you you're not currently doing the major that we that I'm doing, right? You're not in the CIS program. Not anymore. anymore. Yeah, but if you checked the the academic plan for for CIS yeah. courses uh, on the last semester, you take an internship. Okay. It's part of your program, yep. right? And CIS courses are not the only one to do that. Um, they also have like automotive technology, criminal justice science, real estate. So these are courses that they they require you to take an internship, and that's already good. That is awesome because it, it puts you already on the field that you're studying. So it's a good way for you to have the have the experience, you know, of working on it. Because one thing is to study. Yep. What you what you want to do, and the other thing is doing what you want to do. So that's interesting because it, it provides an opportunity for you to know that you are in the right place. Yep. Because I mean, wouldn't it be very upsetting if you finish your your college year, your two years, and then you go to to uh, a university, do two more years, get your bachelor's, and then you go to work, and then you realize, man, I don't like it here. <laughs> that's true, but in a lot of cases as well, when people graduate with their bachelor's. A lot of the jobs don't hire them because they don't have like experience. Mm-hmm. And a lot of students wonder, where do I get this experience? Mm-hmm. Well, the internship, OPT and CPT. But we're specifically talking about the internship right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like you mentioned, internships uh, also give the experience, right? Yep. Which resumes love that. <laughs> resumes are uh-huh. really loving yeah. that. We were talking about this actually in my uh, last class because I'm taking class over the summer, right? And we were talking about the fact that experience is obviously important when getting a, a, a degree. And a lot of companies, they have to go back and check their policies because some policies on companies when hiring individuals, they cannot hire individuals that don't have degrees, for example. They, they don't have like a four-college degree or something, a four-year college degree. And... And it's complicated because if someone gets there and, hey, I have 10 years of experience in this field, but I've never done a college about it, you cannot hire them. 
So some places are starting to change their policies from uh, we only hire people that have a two-year college degree to we only hire people that have a two-year college degree or minimum of five-year experience. Yeah. So that's already more accessible. And well, I don't know the specific statistics for this, but most people in the IT field are self-taught because the internet teaches you everything nowadays. Yeah, yeah. So most people in the IT field are self-taught. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of talent going to waste if you don't hire them just because they don't have a piece of paper stating that you finished the course load. Exactly, exactly. And there are certifications that you can take online that do not require uh, a, a degree, yep. right? I'm taking a couple of network security classes mm-hmm. and they all go over some of the of the certification exams that you you should take. You know, because it helps a lot. Yeah. And of course, combine that with a degree, that that that's something. But even then, like sometimes the certificate is more uh, desired yeah. than an actual degree when people are hiring, right? I could have went down the self-taught path, but yep. personally, I learn more in a school environment, and mm-hmm. that's why a lot of people still do degrees because. They learn more mm-hmm. in a school environment rather than self-taught. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, me, myself, I can totally relate to that because all of my classes this term yeah. ha- are, are in person. Yep. And I could not, I could not do um, online. online. No, I, I tried and I had online classes like ever since I was first year here. Yeah. They just don't work for me. I understand. I fully understand. Yeah, they're they're just like, I don't know. Without having someone there saying, "Yeah, this is right" or "This is wrong," it fe- I I don't feel confident enough to learn these things. Yep. You know. So it's allergy season, man. <laughs> I see yeah. you've got it. Ah, <laughs> yeah, not allergy per se, but the thing that's really uh, bugging me, it's um, the weather. The weather. Yeah, because with flowers, it's kind of fine. I don't mm-hmm. have a lot of allergy, but the thing is, you go to sleep, and it's a warm night, yeah. right? So it's warm, and in my room, in my house, for some reason, it's the hottest room <laughs> in the in the whole house. The air conditioner just simply does not refresh that room. Are you like, are you on the top floor? Yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my parents, who are also in the in the top floor, their room is fine, mm. right? Mine isn't. So sometimes I have to sleep with the window open. Yeah, and I did this this week. Only to wake up with a temperature like of almost like forty in the in the forties. <laughs> so yeah, my room makes way too cold. I'm, I got like three different blankets on top of me no, at some no. point at night. Yeah, and I do that too when it's cold, but then it gets very warm. Yeah, and and then it's like this constant change of temperature. During the winter, my room was way too warm. I had opened the window just slightly to get some of the cool air in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I cannot do that. I cannot do that. But yeah, so it, it is, yeah, allergy season's out there. Yeah. Make but, sure and get your rest, folks. Mm-hmm, make sure you get your rest because if you are taking 12 credit hours like I am <laughs> and also working I think like most I people am. are only taking like two classes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just very determined. <laughs> <laughs> the, But yeah, so if you are working and if you are interested in starting an internship, you can always reach out to the Sinclair department that works with work-based learning. Yep. Right? And now, like I mentioned, this is a feature article on our website. Yep. So Carly, who wrote that, 
as an entire interview with April Ramey, and she is a worksite developer in the work-based learning department here at Sinclair. So she goes over some tips on how to get hired, and Carly herself also gives some of her tips that she was an intern before. She already she has some some knowledge. She has, well, some experience, <laughs> because that's what we're talking about, right? She has some experience in this field, and she also shares some tips. So SinclairClaren.com, and you can find that um, you can find that article there and read all of it. And if you're interested in reaching the work-based learning department, they have an email address that yep. you can reach out, which is uh, workbasedlearning at sinclair.edu. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. I would highly recommend you guys read this article because it can pr- prove very useful to you guys in the future. Like, yeah. So useful. I'm going to read it like right after this podcast. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is important. I mean, this summer, we're going to be having three interns with us. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So Sadly, I won't meet them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they stick around. Um, because some they're doing this because of the course, yeah. right? The course requirements. But some of them I already talked to, and they're interested in keep working. Awesome. So not only being an intern here for the course, but also working just to get the experience of working in a, you know, a magazine in a, in a journal environment. We did previously lose some workers because they finished their requirements and whatnot. Yeah, and they are moving on to different higher universities. Yeah, they graduated. So. We do need new workers, so if any of you guys are interested, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. quick plug, yep. we are always hiring. We are always hiring. <laughs> Building exactly. 6, room... That's at 314. 314, he yeah. has memorized it. 6, 314. <laughs> Just pop in, drop in your resume. There's even some like applications stuck to the door. Mm-hmm. So just fill that out real quick, drop it in, and we'll contact you for an interview. Yep, yep. The room 6... 313 yeah. is our advisor's office. So if there's no one in the main office, 314, yep. the door is usually open here when she's in, so you can just knock on the door and ask for an application as well. Don't be shy. Jess is fine. She's amazing. Yeah. She she's willing to help you. Yep. And and again, we could use some help because like you said, people were gradu- people graduated, so yep. we 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 end up losing some of our workforce, but also half of our workforce is international students <laughs> yep. who are traveling back home for the <laughs> summer. So we, I, I think I'm the only graphic designer left. Yeah, I'll be gone. So yeah. For the summer, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, which reminds me, I really want to go to Florida for s- the summer. Florida. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What you what you what you want to do in Florida? You want to go to Disneyland or you want to <laughs> go to the beaches in Miami? I went to Fort Lauderdale All last of Christmas. Above, man. I got family yeah. in Florida that I want to visit as well. Yeah. And you know the crazy thing is, you get all these different news about people in Florida, like the Florida men. Mm-hmm. The Florida <laughs> men, yeah. You, it's it's it becomes a stereotype. Like, oh, I wonder what what next crazy thing from Florida is gonna yeah. is gonna happen. And don't you worry because we do have that. And I and I saw this because usually news have a shelf life. Yeah. Right. You see something in the news, and like, ah, should I report that? Because it's gonna be like a week from now. Is it gonna still? Is it still gonna be relevant? Yep. This one I saw when I was in the cafeteria, or they had on the TV, and I saw them like, hmm, hmm. And then I saw somewhere else when I was just casually scrolling around the internet. I'm like, hmm, hmm. And then I think I saw on Twitter, and then I saw somewhere else in another social media that I don't remember which one. And I'm like, yep, I need to report this. I need yep. I, I need to bring this. And this is um this is about this Florida guy <laughs> who just broke a record. He broke a record last Saturday for the longest time living underwater. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh and that of course uh, that happened in uh K Largo. That's a city in Florida. And he's uh his name is 
Joseph Di Turi, right? Songs Italian. Yeah, yeah. Though the, that Turi by then, the, I don't know, maybe some Slavic as well? Maybe. Mm, I don't know. But yeah, he has been, uh, as the time right now, today, it, that's uh, his, it's day 80, pretty sure, wow. that he's been staying in this underground lodge or underwater lodge which uh, actually is just, it's 80% of his whole time because he plans to stay there for 100 days. Wow. Yeah. The the last record was about 73 days. There was made by, from two researchers from Tennessee, if I remember correctly. And it, they were, they stayed on the same lodge. Yeah. But he was like, no, I want to stay 100 days. So he went down and he's there. And you can see there are like videos of um, scuba divers going there to say hello and all of that. And he, he gets visits. Uh, he's not. He is alone, yeah. of course, but he gets people to visit him. That's he, nice. He is not just some Florida man as well. Like some random guy decided to go <laughs> underwater for a hundred days. He's actually, uh, um, he's a, uh, he's a professor. He's a biomedical engineering professor oh. at USF, the University uh, of South Florida. Nice. Yeah. So he. He knows what he's doing. Yep. Right. That that was actually uh, one underwater research station. They got converted into a lodge. Nice. Right. So he didn't even build that thing. <laughs> he, it was just there. I don't want to make it sound like this guy planned this whole thing. Like he <laughs> he built the lo- the lodge. He set he's it on incredible. the water. Yeah. No, he had help. Right. I'm pretty sure um, the Marine Resources Development F- Foundation that's in Key Largo, Florida, helped him. Nice. Uh, start this project, which is called Project Neptune 100. Uh, I was going to call him Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going with Neptune. Yeah. But no, he, he's been there for 80 days. He plans to stay 20 more. Nice. So he's going to be resurfacing um, June. I mean, it's going to be middle of June around there. Middle yeah. of June? Mm-hmm. Probably because okay. it's... Yeah, we're in the middle of May. So give it one more month. Lasted a month, right? Uh, I think more days. like... Closer to the beginning of June. Yeah. We're not good with math right now. <laughs> yeah, making math on the spot. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But it's um, yeah. He he's he's been doing fine. He's been doing fine. Awesome. He's been having exercise there, you know. And he's just he he did say that he misses the sun. Yeah, a lot. I would too. <laughs> which I can understand. Pretty sure he's like um, he, I think he's thirty meters underwater. Oh. Yeah. So he's not getting that much sunlight? No. Sunlight is vital for your happiness, folks. Yeah. Don't believe what anyone else tells you. It It is is. vital. It gives a lot of vitamin D. It's the main source of vitamin D. Um, But what he's trying to accomplish there is not just staying underwater. He wants to see, he wants to study how the human body would uh, adapt to such pressure, like how it would react to such pressure. Because here's how it works right? Every 10 meters that you go down, you get one more uh, atmosphere, yeah. a- atmospheric pressure, right? So he, right now he's taking essentially three times the pressure that you and I have here. Yeah. So his body's under more pressure. And the underground underwater lodge, it feels so weird to say underwater, right? <laughs> the underwater lodge that he's staying in, unlike a submarine, is not built to, hand, to like preserve the pressure outside yeah. and all that, you know? Because it was not made for people to stay there for, for 100 days. Yeah. So he's been researching that. And he also says that it's a good way for him to come in contact with ocean life, right? To understand uh, it's all about preserving the ocean and making sure that the ocean is clean. He wants to like go actually live in the ocean to see how it's like. As an island boy, 
the ocean is so lovely. We yeah. needed to stay around for generations and mm-hmm. generations. Yeah, and no, I mean, I I love the ocean as well. I'm always usually, I've been more scared of going to the ocean because <laughs> it's just water, but recently I've been developing a little, like a little passion for the ocean. Yeah, you know, get on a boat and just go there <laughs> with the waves. Well, if you go to Tobago, which is my country's sister island, mm-hmm. you can get on a boat where there's a cl- glass bottom. Mm. And you can just ride a boat, stare below, and see what's on the sea floor. Yeah, so many pretty fishes, turtles. I bet it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I, I remember bet. Santa Claus for Christmas when I when I were vacationing in Tobago. Was he in the water as well? Was he on? He was on the boat. Yeah. Oh, he was on the boat. Okay, <laughs> but, I thought I thought you looked down the glass pane and you saw Santa Claus there. <laughs> Santa Claus is on the water. Yeah, give eight presents to the mo folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when he came out of the um, uh, the boat, he just fell into the water face oh, flat. Oh, so he did end up in the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as a kid, as a kid, that was kind of scary. Like, I, I was so excited to see Santa Claus and boom, he's on the floor. <laughs> and he doesn't have reindeers anymore. He got seahorses. Yeah, he got seahorses. He probably needs a life vest as well. <laughs> I cannot believe that must have been so tragic for the children though. It probably was. Yeah. I, I'm just there staring. I didn't even pay attention to the reactions of others. <laughs> you were shocked. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's always interesting when you see, you know, Santa. Yeah. It, it is Santa, kids. If you listen to this, it is Santa. <laughs> um, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. But w- when Santa gets, like, messed up, it's always, <laughs> like, such a traumatic experience. Yeah. I cannot I cannot imagine that happening to me as a child. I think I would go crazy if I saw <laughs> something happening to Santa. I remember being younger and being on the internet. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of articles and stories and pranksters saying that Santa Claus died and made up stories oh, about yeah, it yeah i mean as a kid i was so sad oh no <laughs> I, actu- I actually started to believe it oh. as a kid <laughs> <laughs> that's tragic that's tragic it i'm is. sorry no he's <laughs> fine don't worry about it. he's alive folks if any yeah. of you still believe in santa claus he's alive <laughs> he's alive and living in tobago yeah at least during the summer because in the summer winter time he has to make all the toys <sighs> that's such a difficult job man yeah i mean he has the elves to do that for yeah. him yeah I mean, I'll save I'll save this for Christmas time mm-hmm. to tell you like the origin of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm, I'll save mm-hmm. that for Christmas time because that'll be more interesting. Yeah, yeah, of course, it's summertime. I mean, yeah. Christmas in July is like right around. Oh the yeah, it is Christmas in July. They, they I, do have it I out here. I won't be wrong for that. Maybe. Oh yeah. I don't know when I'm coming back. I haven't bought a return ticket okay, yet, but I will okay. buy a return ticket. Folks. Yeah, I mean that's that's important. You do have to <laughs> buy a return ticket because I'm already gonna go pick Jojo. Up. I'm gonna go swim all the way to go pick him in the Middle <laughs> East, right? I. I Trinidad is just like a swim away from... Brazil? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Right in, right mm. next to him, folks. So, yep. Florida, man. Florida people are incredible, man. Yeah, yeah they, they sure are. And, you know, just 20 more days ago, I'm sure he's going to do it. Yep. Um, so, I advise you guys to keep track of the story. Yeah. Will we have an article about that? Maybe, maybe not. We might when he resurfaces. Maybe. Yeah. If, if his findings are, like, really incredible, then maybe. Yeah. <laughs> He did say he's developing some gills now. Really? Yeah. But I don't think that part is true. <laughs> he's turning into Aquaman. Yeah. Do, does Aquaman have gills? 
That's a good question. I don't know. We need to check the anatomy of that guy. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember seeing him with gills, but he does have to breathe underwater somehow. Have right? you ever seen Jason Momoa with gills? Because he's not. the fuck. Yeah, I have not. For now, the, the, we could, we need to get some people that know comics <laughs> to to talk about that because I I don't know. I know more about manga than like DC or Marvel comics. So. Yeah, it's it's too much to keep track of. I can never. Fun fact about Dayton. 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 How do you say it? Um, I say. Gem City. Gem City. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dayton. I think that's how I say it. I say Dayton, and I heard Dayton a lot. Mm. But from this point on, I'm going to say Dayton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to make it easier, I just I don't want to like keep changing mm. on mm-hmm. the way I say it. So, fun fact: Have you guys ever turned the key in your car and like wondered where did this come from? I haven't, but <laughs> the the key or the car? The key, the starter. Like oh, starter, okay, the car, the okay. Starter. Um, so, fun fact, um, back in the day, longer than I have been alive, because I'm very old, mm, Jay is yeah. even older than I. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that day. Yeah, it was a good day. Mm-hmm. So, people used to crank their car to start, mm-hmm. and that was very dangerous. You could have broken bones, and if you had loose clothing, really dangerous. Like so, a, this guy, he was, what were you saying? No, it's like those little cars that you also, uh crank it and then you put it on the front and it goes <laughs> yeah yeah but it's more dangerous than yeah, that it's just like huge because it's it's a real yeah. car okay okay so um this guy who was a friend of the i think he was a friend of the ceo of cadillac so he was cranking his cadillac one day mm-hmm. and while sad thing happened mm. he punched himself while cranking mm-hmm. and he died he died from punching himself yeah like he was cranking it like really fast to get the car to start because you need to like crank it like really fast okay. and really sh- tightly. Okay. It's difficult to explain if you didn't live in that era like us. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> We're not actually really that old folks. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I don't know about you, but I remember that. But um, the force that he punched himself with caused mm. a lot of problems and he died. No way. And Well, since he was the friend of the Cadillac CEO... I believe it was a Cadillac CEO. I mm-hmm. know. I know it's affiliate. He was affiliated with Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he hired a Dayton company to fix that issue. Mm-hmm. So Charles F. Kettering invented the electric self-starter. Mm. So I believe it's a Dayton company, but the guy, as per his name, he's from Kettering. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. every time you start your car with a key, just remember where it came from. It came from. Dayton. Dayton, the gem city. <laughs> the gem city. Billions of people do that like every day and they don't know about where it came from. Yeah. That's interesting. And on the topic of cars, Fast 10 came out today. It's coming out today. It mm-hmm. came out today. I don't know what time specifically it's airing, mm-hmm. but I know it's today. It's today. Today's the day. Yep. Yeah. Have you watched the previous Fast and Furious movies? Oh. No? <laughs> uh... I, 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 I'm not sure if I, if I, no, 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 actually cut the trombones. I've watched, <laughs> yeah, I've watched one. It's like one of the best. I think I, series. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I've watched the one after, uh, probably Tokyo Drift. He's talking no, about. No, 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 no. After that actor who played. Paul Walker? Uh, yeah, after he died. The one that they made. The one that started the, when it went down in quality and like uh, sucked afterwards in my personal opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess so. I never watch another one so I don't have nothing to compare qualities of. I, I know they have one that they go to Brazil. 
Oh yeah. I know the one because everyone's like, oh, they came to Brazil. <laughs> I never watched it. I mean, the car culture in Brazil is amazing. Yeah. Um. So Fast Nine, they went to space. They which, did. Yeah. Like, how did how did we go from street racing to going to space in a car? What? <laughs> it was like. Was it like a? It's gonna be sound, sounds very stupid, but it's like a rocket that they flew, or they uh, just I, get a big ramp and they just ramp themselves into space. I think I I can't specifically remember because it's been a while since I watched the movie, but okay. I think they turned the car into a rocket or something like that. Okay. Or they either strapped the car onto rockets. A car was involved. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. But it just got so crazy after Paul Walker sadly passed away, uh-huh. and now Fast Ten. Guess what? It's been all over the internet, and pause the podcast now if you really don't want yeah, to know yeah, about yeah, Fast yeah. Ten. But quote unquote, um, the character that Paul Walker played is coming back on screen. Mm. Is Paul Walker's brother is going to be playing that character? Ooh, yeah. Uh, I mean, he did play the character in the last showing where Paul Walker's character was in. Yeah. Um, well, people knew it was off because he didn't particularly look like Paul mm-hmm. Walker. So for this new Fast 10, guess what they're going to use to make him look like Paul Walker? I'm assuming CGI. AI. AI? Yep. With a mix of CGI. So have you guys... Do you guys know about um, deep fakes? Yeah, yeah. I've heard of it. Is that like the the one that essentially you put someone's face on top of someone yep. else? And yeah. So with a combination of deepfake CGI, they're gonna make Paul Walker's brother look like Paul Work- Walker, mm. which is very interesting. I'm I'm excited to see how that turns out, and I'm excited to see yeah. how the general fan reaction to it is, because this Fast Ten is gonna yeah. be a three part three part finale. Oh, so, so they're really milking it. So it's going to be um, Fast and Furious 10, 10 Part 2, and 10 Part 3. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Okay, so you essentially have uh, a whole <laughs> uh, school system there. You have yep. like 12th grades, right? It's very interesting. They're really milking this for a lot of money. Yeah. I, mean, I love Fast and Furious, but to me, it got way too extreme. I mean, yeah, it's just... For me, space is always going to be the final frontier. Yeah. Right? Because once you make something and they go to space in that thing, yep. how are you going to top that? Like, how further away can you go? Well, I don't. I haven't read, like, this description of this new movie, so I don't know what's going to happen. You think it's going to be, like... Because the next thing about uh, this universe, just going to a different one, you think it's going to be, like, a multiverse of Fast and Furious? <laughs> multiverse of Fast and Furious. Yes, they have, like... Six Vin Diesels <laughs> racing against each other. Hey, someone talked about this online, and I'm yeah? like, that sounds so insane that it might be true. <laughs> that sounds great. But I was under the impression that they're going to race um, cars on the moon or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think it would be... Yeah, imagine that. Fast and Furious, but like... Multiverse. Of multiverse, yeah, So the first one is like the original universe, and then part two is like the different universe. And then in part three, they all come together for one big... Race. Multiverse of Finn Madness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so AI AI is scary, man. AI, yep. So my question to you mm. and to the listeners, I was gonna call you guys viewers, but we haven't gotten the camera set yeah, up. Yeah, no, yet, it's so. gonna come in the fall. Yeah. So listeners, and to Jay, what mm-hmm. would you do with an AI invasion? What's like the first thing you're gonna do and what is your survival tactic? I would uh turn off the power in my house. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. I would just if if things got uh, too tricky there, and if you know electricity started like messing up, yeah, I would just light up a candle. I think. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I, I think I just like abandon civilization and just go into the woods. Yeah, that that's a that's an interesting thing because everything is really connected to yeah. uh, internet nowadays. Yeah, and and. Not just internet, but when you're taking um, these uh, networking classes, uh, I I kind of like it dawned on me that not only your computers are hackable, yeah. right? Not only you're not you're not gonna only get if an AI an invasion happen, you know, an infestation like this ever happen, it wouldn't be only your computer. You would lose your TV. Yeah. You would lose your phone. You would lose if you have any Alexas in your house. You would lose th- them as well. And they could, and they're like, they're like lights yeah. that can also be controlled via application, uh, washing machines that can also be controlled via applications on your phone. That would all go, you know, bye bye. Yeah, and a lot of us like our livelihoods are in these machines, mm-hmm. which is sad. But I'll be a hypocrite because my livelihood is in these machines as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Working with network is essentially that. I mean. Yeah. We, we work, we cooperate with each other, you yeah. know, we in the machines. The future is scary, but at the same time, it's exciting. Yeah. Because we obviously can't predict the future mm-hmm. as hard as we try. We can't predict it. Yeah, we cannot. So it's all just hoping for the best from here. Yeah. I'm, I hope everything works out. I yeah. hope there's no AI invasion. Oh, we can do an episode like five years from now and see where we are. <laughs> see if we got it right or wrong. Because even if we escape AI for a certain period of time, if there's an invasion, mm-hmm. eventually they will catch up to us because the Earth is only so big. Yeah. Unless we go into space and go into hiding. Yeah, so unless we go to space <laughs> in our uh, r- cars that are strapped to a rocket. It's all about family. It's all about family. <laughs> yeah, I know that line too. I only watched one movie, but I, that line really stuck. I grew up watching Fast and Furious, so it yeah. holds a special place. Well, I mind. guess just like, uh, I guess unlike Marvel, actually, I would actually watch all the previous Fast and Furious movies to go watch the, the last one because I went to watch Endgame yeah. and I had only watched like Captain America 2 and um, Thor 1. <laughs> really? Yeah. I still haven't watched a lot of Marvel movies, but I've watched the majority of them. Oh. I love Marvel. I love DC, man. Okay. I love anime. I love manga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if you watch that movie, let me know how it goes. I'm not going to watch it right now. I did I did cancel my ticket because I pre-bought a ticket uh-huh. like a couple of weeks ago yeah. for today. Uh-huh. But I canceled it. Ah, that's too bad. That's too bad. But, you know, it's going to be out there in three parts so you have enough, enough cars for you to watch. <laughs> and... We are kind of reaching our time here. So yeah, that's sad, man. Yeah, this is going to be our episode for the week. We, I hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah, we like to appreciate. Uh, we, we are very thankful for you listening. And if you need to reach us out, that's at Sinclair Clarion on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And yeah, you all have a good week and a good summer. Love you guys. See Peace you guys out. in two weeks.